What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Brunch Breakdown. Yas, Queen. Yas. Don't say that anymore. Please don't say that anymore. <laughs> Make it stop. Yas, Queen. So, no. yeah, Dan said no. that on, on the Chris and Dan podcast, like, earlier in the week, I think. And I didn't know That's what true. it was. And I laughed at it because it sounded funny. And then I tried tweeting something with Yas, like Y-A-A-A-S. And I searched that as a GIF. On Twitter, Y A A S. Yes. And all it was was what Dan just said. I have no idea what it was. Oh, really? Ooh, I'm about to no. check that out later. It's no. Don't 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 say yes. I'm gonna I'm queen. gonna tweet that out. I'm gonna tweet that gif out with our uh, link to this episode. Then. No. I don't know what it. I don't get it. Is that you guys the title? aren't flamboyant enough to say yes, queen. None of us are. All three that's, of us. That's none the of us leading are candidate. For, that's the have leading seen, candidate for the title know. of this episode. Dan. Dan. <laughs> We're, Dan we're dances 60 seconds flamboyantly in. sometimes. What? You da- the way you dance is, I mean, it's flamboyant. Like you- that is none of your business. <laughs> no, it's actually, no, no, it's everyone's business. You're dancing it- anywhere is everyone's business. Yeah, because you make it everyone's business, Dan. You're the no, guy. They, listen, no, 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 they, no, no, stop no, it. Stop you, it. You stop no. it. If you, show up to, if you show up to a wedding with glow sticks and a glow glove, Love. You yep. make it everyone's problem. Like, you, yes. that's you. That's you. It is me, you, but th- that's nope, what's stop, demanded nope, nope, of me. No, 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 This isn't your time to talk, Dan. Whenever you jump on a speaker, it's everyone's business. <laughs> okay. The no bouncer's one, well, no business, one else is around. the club owner's business, the insurance company's business. It's mm-hmm. everyone's business when mm-hmm. you jump on a speaker and start dancing. And it's no one else saw that. that. No one else saw that. No one had to know about it until now. Oh, they know. <laughs> okay, and I'm, I'm like, I set an expectation level, and this is my fault, I suppose, where I set that expectation level. <laughs> so then I can't go back to another event and not show up with glow sticks or a glow glove because they're like, yo, why didn't you choose this for my wedding? Why is my wedding not as cool as everybody else's? Why, like, why are you being dull? Why are you being a loser right now? Why aren't you, you know, putting on a dance clinic? This is the. <laughs> so I have to do it. I have to do it. Why aren't you putting on a dance clinic? Has someone yeah. said that? These are the questions I get asked. Okay. So now I ha- like that's the stand. The standard is the standard, gentlemen. That is the title of the episode. Why aren't you putting on a dance clinic? <laughs> <laughs> we're off to a good start. We already got two titles. This is solid. Wow, okay. we're already yeah, we're really firing away. <laughs> firing away. So it's brunch oh, twenty today. Uh, Dee Dee's over there on the west coast. Dan and I are over here. On the East Coast, uh, Didi was saying before we started recording, or maybe it was Dan. I don't know. One of you guys were saying, like, brunch is in that awkward phase right now. You're an adult, yeah. but you can't drink yet, but you're close. Yeah, and you're probably already drinking on your, you know, you're 20, right. you're drinking, right. but you're also in that weird college phase of being, like, a sophomore, and you're like, do I really want to do this for the rest of my life? I don't know. <laughs> like, 20 is a weird, 20 is a weird year, because, like, 
You're yep. not old by any means. You're having you're not fun. You're not a teenager anymore either. You're not yeah. a teenager. It's just the, 20 is just is just really weird. Like I remember like 20 just being odd. Like a very odd time. It's an even number too, isn't that weird? It's odd. And it's did you see what did you see That's what happened deep. right there? That's next level thinking right there. You you get that quality only here on the brunch breakdown every two weeks. <laughs> yeah, but no, twenty is weird. Like when you're in college, yeah, because uh, like for a lot of people, you don't have a birthday in like September. You have to wait until like the middle of your school year. But your friends start turning twenty one, so then you're like stuck at house parties when half your friends are out at the bar. It's a weird little dynamic there. Yeah, that's a that's all. See, that's a really good point because that's a weird time. I had. One of the earlier birthdays, like my birthday was in February, much like most of my friends didn't have birthdays until basically after that. So, but then I had like my friend Eric, whose birthday was until August. So that was like Oof. such a weird time where like, this is like my, you know, this is my best friend. I go out with him all the time and it's like, I don't want to go to the bars <laughs> and like, <laughs> you can't go to the bars because like you're, you know, if your friend's fake ID situation is not right, like, which was good most of the time, but sometimes it was like, oh man sorry then you have to like you know leave your friend like, but you gotta go home i'm gonna yeah. stay here <laughs> yeah or you just end up staying somewhere else too so it's just you know it's a it's a it's a weird time being 20 it is yeah um i was like that too where i was old, older than most of my friends yeah and i was just it's just it's a it's a strange time it's because 21 the next it's the barrier that everybody looks looks yeah. forward to and they want to get to but you have a whole 365 days in between being a teenager and being 21 and be able to do things legally. Not much, you, not much you can do. It's a weird time. Well, then Shouts what to if, 20. What's the age where, like, birthdays stop being, like... 26. Is it 26? Because, yeah. like, you can still achieve something at 25. Like, you can, you can rent a house. You can rent a car. Right. Like, that type of stuff. You, you get, That's like, the last another achievement. thing. But I feel like, yeah. I mean, after so that... So, 20, 26, it's, you're like, now what? Yeah, you're just on. You're careening towards thirty. Ugh, yeah, that's another. Not that age bothers me. Like I feel like I don't act my age at all, so that's fine. I don't. But thirty's legit. The... I don't know. It... Yeah, twenty five is that age. It's like the age where you can actually like you can do everything you want after twenty five. Full adult. Full adult. Mode. Yeah. 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 You don't have to act. Kind of like thirty's but... just a cool birthday. <laughs> Legally. Yeah. Legally, you're full adult. You don't necessarily have to act full adult. Right. Because still at our ages, we're not quite there. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. But in, 30's a cool age. But in I 20 like weeks, in 20 weeks, we'll be talking about Brunch 30 and about what that number means. <sighs> so look forward to that teaser in 20 weeks. 20 weeks. <laughs> Shouts to Brunch 30. <laughs> Wait, 20 weeks will be, what point in the calendar will that be? 20 weeks from now. Is that like four months? Five months. Five months, yeah. So what what month are we in? November. Oh so God, November, December, January, February, March. I may be turning thirty right around the same time we record brunch thirty. Brunch 30. Oh man, Ooh, you're right. It's lit. You're right. That's going to be close. And then then the brunch breakdown will officially be a bunch of old guys talking about <laughs> young shit. <laughs> That's right. Uh, That's the goal. Well, now that we've brought uh, everyone down, why don't we look yeah. at what we're talking about this week? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, so we're we're looking down the menu. Uh, we've we've you know structured out our courses for the episode, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna start off talking about what brunch has inspired. 
Uh, perhaps it was us. Perhaps it was just the food. But brunch has inspired people. It does it on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis. It was us for sure. It was it definitely was us. us. We're, <laughs> we're going to talk about that. Um, the Chicago Cubs have won a championship for the first time in a lifetime. What? what? In a lifetime? Yeah, no. When? You, maybe maybe multiple lifetimes. I've never heard. in your family. That's a lifetime. Yeah, if you're fortunate, it's <laughs> one lifetime. Maybe more like two, based on the average. Um, we still don't have a president, or at least our next president, and uh, things are weird right now. We're going to talk about it. Uh, the This week in sports fandom has been weird, so we're going to touch on that. It was National Sandwich Week. Uh, that's food-related, and we're the brunch breakdown, so we're going to talk about it. Uh, there have been some... New viral sensations out there. Uh, my favorite is Juju on that beat, and I don't quite know why, but we're going to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> Richard Sherman is on the menu. Uh, what we're listening to is on the menu. So we got a lot of good stuff to talk about this week, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. But real quick, before we do, yes, <laughs> uh, we'd like to remind you to subscribe to our podcast. So head over to iTunes, head over to SoundCloud, search for The Brunch Breakdown, hit subscribe. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Brunch Breakdown. Didi is on Twitter at Didi is Bored. Dan is on Twitter at SteelCityDan22. I am on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. Gentlemen, the first topic, like I mentioned, is brunch inspiration. <sighs> A true inspiration. An Shout out to our guy. Classy. Classy Doug Glassy, my man, hell of a hell of a writer. Wrote an article. Uh, he covers high school sports in the Pittsburgh area. Wrote an article for the uh, Pittsburgh Tribune Review, and it was the story of one high school girls soccer team from Freeport who, I, I guess, broke tradition. A little bit here. If you kind of look down the article, I think we tweeted the article out earlier in the week if you haven't seen it already. But uh, they broke from their normal pregame routine before their uh, uh, semifinal into the championship round uh, last week. On it was on the game was on a Saturday, and they said Saturdays usually aren't our best games for some reason. And we ended up getting brunch and played phenomenal. <laughs> That's an exact quote from their senior defender. She says, I think brunch is going to come into play for this next game. Um, Wow, gentlemen, the power of brunch. It's it's inspired people everywhere, and it's clearly made a difference for these girls who I don't think were favored in that game. Like they said, they don't typically play well on Saturdays, so they broke routine for some reason. (laughs) Went out and got some brunch and played the best match of the year. How about that? I like how they just admit they're like, yeah, we don't play well. (laughs) (laughs) I love how we're like, we completely got lucky. This team was not supposed to beat us. But, you know, we got brunch because, like, we were like, we're going to lose anyways. And then we ended up winning. Like, that's what it sounded like to me, which I love. I love that so much. You go to brunch, you get your proteins, you get your starches, you get a little energy. I mean, (laughs) it's obvious when you just take a step back, you think about it. It makes sense. And what I need to know, what I, I meant to reach out to Doug, and if Doug's listening, he's gonna have to, you know, do a little bit of extra research for us. I'm dying to know where they went to brunch. Ooh, I'm dying uh, to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's a good one right there. I mean, that's that's gotta the know. game changer right there because you're bringing in a whole team. You got to make sure where you know where you're going, where you're gonna. Maybe they had to make a reservation. So a lot of places in the Pittsburgh area that you could have gone for brunch on a Saturday. 
I'm dying to know. I really am. Um, I'm also I'm also very curious. He's going to have to do some more follow up for us. I've got some bad news, gentlemen. Uh oh. They played the the championship game. I think uh, like yesterday. I think the day before we we're recording this. Unfortunately, they did not come out on top. Mm. Did they have brunch? No. That's the question. Probably. Didn't. That's the question. Probably. Didn't. I don't think they did because it was midweek. Right. Day it is. I think it was, yeah, I think it was during the week. I don't think they had much of a... There are no barriers to brunch. You just... I think it was, maybe it was even Thursday, because they wouldn't have played Friday with Friday with high school football. Mm. I might have to effort that, but I think, I believe that they lost, and they probably didn't do, they probably didn't have brunch because it was weekday. Well, they probably learned their lesson. You go to brunch on a weekday. You just, you have to. You got to do it. You have a cafeteria at your school, you know? Yeah. They can they can make up some breakfast sandwiches or something like that. You can do it. You just got to make it happen. That's true. I actually blame, what is it, Freeport? Freeport? Yeah, Freeport. I, yeah. I blame Freeport High School for yeah, not, school doing, not doing yep. their job. I blame <laughs> the entire school district for not doing their job because they should have had a special brunch menu for these girls so they could win. But instead, they're like, we don't really care if you win. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's unacceptable. Yeah, it's, it's unacceptable. Might be sexist a little bit. I don't know. I mean, I've got issues. I've got issues with that. You you respect the game by having, you know, you 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 respect certain things in the process of playing a game, right? You do the national anthem. Everybody stops. You're silent. They sing the thing. Uh, You know, some players will will say a prayer, something like that, right? Mm -hmm. You get yourself ready. This is the way that you prepare, and we respect those type of things. Well, you need to respect brunch as part of that process if that's what that team needs. You got to do it. Thank you. Yes. Agree completely, Chris. Thanks for and, report. Yeah. Freedom is the name of the school that beat them. Maybe, Maybe they Freedom to... took their idea and had brunch themselves. I'm reading the I'm going through the article right yeah, now. Maybe so they gave them the freedom to have brunch when they That's wanted. That's all they needed. That's all that they needed. That's a shame. That's a shame. But I mean we're 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 glad, we're proud. It it makes us tear up a little bit it the does. fact that brunch was such an inspiration to lead them into the championship game. Um, I was rooting for them. I was getting I was getting updates on the Twitter, and it was unfortunate <laughs> they didn't come out on top. But you got to make brunch. You can't always go to brunch. Sometimes brunch has to come to you, depending on your location. Um, we wish those girls the best of luck next year, and now we know what the inspiration is. So yep. to every team out there, to every person out there, every player out there, do yourself a favor and get some brunch. And brunch you- is the way to go. Yeah, if you need a little brunch inspiration and you're struggling to fit it into your life, we're here for you, right? Subscribe. Lonely brunchers. That's what you got Lonely brunchers, baby. Y'all had to, hey, Lonely brunchers. Hey, you all had to take a bus ride to get to the stadium. You could have got us in. Yeah. I mean, at least part of it. At least part of it. So we're always here for you. If you're listening and you've been inspired by brunch in some way, please let us know because we'd like to share these stories. Gentlemen, I um, have been inspired by brunch in the past, but I'll be honest with you. <clears throat> Brunch has per- just being honest. <laughs> Brunch. Hey, shout out to Outcast this yes. week, by the way, right? Stankonia, yes. the uh, anniversary. Yeah, yeah. 20th anniversary just makes me so feel real old. <laughs> I remember buying that CD in like a Sam Goody or something like that oh, way yeah, back in the of day. Course. Shouts out to Sam Goody. Sam Goody. <laughs> Sam Goody, one of my favorite people on earth. Shout out to Sam Goody. He had the Sam Goody. I have been inspired by Brunch, but it has pretty much only been that brunch has inspired me to have more brunch interesting interesting take yeah. and like inspired <laughs> me for new brunch menu ideas okay 
it's inspired me to take really good naps. Ooh, yeah. Like that brunch nap, shut it down. It's interesting because like if you go out at night and you have yourself a night, uh, there are actually studies that say alcohol can affect your sleep in a negative way. So it's interesting. You you don't have, you have a restless night of sleep. You wake up, you have that brunch, you get your food groups in, you get your nutrition (laughs) in, then that, that nap after brunch is like some of the best sleep you'll ever have. I can right. confirm everything you said up to that point this morning. Um, <laughs> I don't, the, the, the unfortunate thing is, is that this would probably be the nap time, so I don't see that in the forecast. We're just going to truck through. That's the other thing brunch can do is put the hammer down back on the throttle, get you rejuvenated, and going again. So shouts to brunch. Shouts to brunch. Love brunch, man. And we get brunch listeners everywhere, so we want to know. Istanbul, what up? We want to know. Yeah, let me go through here a little bit for reals. Uh, we want to know what your brunch inspiration is. There's got to be one for everybody. What's your brunch inspiration? Inspiration. I'm talking to you, San Jose. I'm talking <laughs> to you, uh, New York. I'm talking to you, Atlanta. Orlando, shouts out to you. I know we got a listener in Baltimore. Um, well, we're everywhere. West Virginia. Sweden. Canada. Boulder, Colorado. We have- Omaha, ne- Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha in the building. Yo. No, we see you. We see you. Uh that Omaha brunch has to be intense because there's nothing else to do in Omaha. Nothing. True. Dude, they go to brunch at like freaking 11 a.m. and don't leave till 9. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, there's nothing else to do. What else do you do in Omaha, Nebraska except go to brunch? Like, uh, that should be uh-uh. our biggest brunch following. We should do a live brunch podcast in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, They'll Denny's, love it. Denny's in Omaha. Uh, hit us up. You know, we'll yeah. be there. Yeah, that Let's Omaha go. listener. Hit us up. We're ready for you. Let's do this. Uh, Seabrook, New Hampshire. Can't say I've heard of that place. Nope. Uh, Kansas City. Yo, Kansas City listener. I want to know what Kansas City brunch is like because do you bring in some barbecue to it? KC brunch. Dude, I just thought of a great – oh, see, I'm – oof. I just thought of a great, great thing. Wow. Barbecue on like – barbecue sauce on like a – Barbecue brunch. sandwich. Barbecue brunch. Ooh. BBB, triple B. That's where we need to go. Newburyport. That sounds, like a fake, that sounds like a fake city. It yeah, sounds like sounds a fake weird. name, but it's, it's apparently something <laughs> it's either, that listens a lot, Newport so thank you. It's Newport Newberry. It's not Newburyport. <laughs> it's Newburyport, Massachusetts. Newburyport doesn't mean that, 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 that's not Hey, they place. listen a lot. I'm, look, I'm literally looking at the numbers and the statistics here. Newburyport's a big-time listener. <laughs> um, wow. Sylvania, Ohio. Mountain View, California. Shouts out to all you. Tell us. And I, I called you out now. I called you out on it. Oh, yeah. Tell us your brunch inspiration of any of those places that uh, we appreciate you, appreciate you listening. There's many, many more. I don't have time to go through the entire list. So give us the shouts out with your brunch inspiration. Um, Have either of you had any good brunch lately, recently? I have. I've had some good brunch, but what was the place called? I went to – I had, like, Mexican brunch, and it was was Oh, we're not getting into this again. What you – Dan, you're such a hater, man. You were like, you have I just don't you understand did that on purpose. you. You did I that on purpose. I don't understand you. No, I had Mexican brunch and super good, man. Huevos Rancheros. That's I actually have I told you guys, I don't know if I ever mentioned mentioned this on the podcast. I feel like it may have happened in like one of the weeks that like we weren't recording. I made Huevos Rancheros. How to go? And uh, yeah, how did that go? Super good. Nice. Super good. Like okay, good for you. Oh yeah, I was very proud of myself. Like unbelievably proud of myself that it was actually good. Because 
not exactly good at making breakfast food, but I was like, let me try this. What did you use worked. for the the hard, the flat hard taco shell? What did you use for that? Oh, I just used a tortilla. I used like tortilla shells. I just used tortillas that you just buy. A soft? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tortilla? Yeah, yeah. It's got to yeah. be hard, right? No. For huevos rancheros? Yeah. You don't even necessarily have to have a tortilla at all for it to be no. huevos rancheros. I suppose that's fair. No. I'll give you that one. Okay. I had the old Eden P. Dan's rules are always so off. Like, <laughs> Dan has, like, none of this shit makes sense that Dan ever Every huevos rancheros I've ever had has had a freaking big-ass tortilla chip in it. Tortilla Every one. chip? Like chip? a like a like a shell like a round That's not shell. A chip. What? Have you I don't know what eat, else to call it. It's have a shell. you had Mexican food, Dan? Yeah. Because <laughs> I yeah. want to know this after every like... Wavos Rancheros I've ever had has a big as a as a flat a hard flat shell. You damn near broke our podcast the by bottom. talking about no tacos for brunch. I actually got a text message from Sarah who listens to the brunch breakdown and she was like, "Yep, at brunch, <laughs> eating tacos." Boom. <laughs> Well, no, that's that's too generic. I, if it's a breakfast taco, that's cool. Oh, my God. Did she All send right. you a picture? End it. No, she didn't send me a picture. I should have asked her for one and just sent it to you. You should have. Oh, I wait, no, that... she did send me a picture. Yeah, she did send me a picture. What does it look like? Regular tacos for brunch. Yeah, it's just a Show regular me. taco. There's sweet potato fries next to it. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, Didi's showing it to us on Skype, and Dan, like, you can hate all you want, but if you think that looks like you can't eat it for brunch, you can go straight to hell. I, I'm having a hard time seeing what uh, it actually looks like. Of course you are. Of course you are. You have a hard Send time seeing it. Oh, oh it looks Send really good. Uh, I, I, oh. can't, I can't see it. I'm sorry. Oh. I, uh, I, I couldn't I just, even see taco shells in there. Sense. Send that picture I to just me. Can't, I just can't. I don't even know. Like, uh, we got to move on. Uh, we got to yeah, move on. We got to move on. The Cubs are World Series champs. That's number two, right? Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> yep. um, the Cubs won. Um, how did you guys watch the game? These are the things that I want to know about it. Cubs won, on the whatever, TV. 108 years. You're on the shit. TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, how did you guys? But no, like. <laughs> Through the magic box on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, did you guys stay up for the whole game? Did you guys watch the whole thing? No. I actually did because I, I was so mad too because I did not want to stay up that late on the East Coast. <laughs> I think that's surprising because you hated both teams like equally. Oh, I absolutely hated both teams, absolutely. <laughs> but I, I just realized like it was historic, and what was happening. And this was actually the first game of the entire series that I watched. I did not watch the World Series. I didn't watch much of the playoffs at all. I think I watched a little bit of the Blue Jays. I was kind of rooting for them, but yeah, I didn't watch much of the the baseball playoffs. But I decided, you know, Game Seven was going to be historic. But uh, more for the Chicago sense of it. If Cleveland was was going to win, I was probably going to turn it off. But the way that it was going and then that damn rain delay. Yeah, it ended at about 12.50 East Coast time. That was late. I was not not <laughs> happy about it at all. But uh, So, yeah, I, was, I did not like either team. But I guess I'm glad that we can stop hearing about this garbage story about <laughs> 108 years and all that shit. Yeah, so I'm that the thing that fa- I didn't I didn't stay up when the rain delay happened. I went to bed, but what uh, I think is the most fascinating about the Cubs winning is they have had an identity for everybody for the longest time of like the lovable losers thing, right? Yep. And they've mm-hmm. never won. They're, they they have zero identity to me now. 
Like I don't have I don't have any reason yeah. to feel any type of way about the Cubs because now they've won. And I think that's really interesting, and I wonder how that'll impact other people. I feel like the Cubs have a ton of fans, um, in part because of that identity that they've had. Like they have they have fans everywhere, and Chicago's yeah. a big city, but like you norm you normally don't see a huge following for a team that is just perpetually terrible. So I'm interested to see how things Notre change. Dame. How that, yeah. <laughs> he didn't like that. No, I'm, I'm really I'm interested to see how things change with like how they're covered and how they're perceived because, um, like we felt that way about Boston too for the longest time. Like the Red Sox, they had a really long streak and that was broken. Yeah. And now I don't have. Now they've won three. Yeah, I don't feel any type of way about the Red Sox, and I, like there's no storyline for me. But I feel yeah. like the Red Sox thing, well, for me anyways, and maybe from, like, just a national perspective with the Red Sox, is that, like, the Red Sox, regardless, are on all the time. Yeah. I know we see the Cubs because of the Pirates or whatever, but on national television, the Red Sox are in our lives constantly. So, like, when the Red Sox won, it was almost like every it was like every time they came close or whatever, you had to be reminded that, yeah, the Red Sox, they haven't won in this long. Because to me, it felt like the Red Sox were winning all the time because they were on TV all the time. Because yeah. Red Sox-Yankees is on. Every game is on. Every, yeah. Like, every time they play, they're on Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN. Yeah. So, and they like, were still, you see like, really good. at least 10 yeah. times every year. Yeah. Yeah. And they were really good. There's just that, like, in that period, whenever, right before the Red Sox won, the Yankees had won, like, run off, like, all those World Series and, mm-hmm. you know, Jeter and everything. So, like, I don't know. It was weird. The Red Sox were just different to me because it just felt like the Red Sox were always good. Mm-hmm. Like, the Cubs weren't until recently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now they have all these, yeah. like, young guys and, like, because I had no feeling whatsoever for the Cubs other than Sammy Sosa. Now I have something to look at the Cubs. Other, like, they won a World Series. You can look at some of these players on the team, Arietta, Rizzo, whomever, and be like, yeah, like, this is this Cubs team. But, like, before that, all I ever had was Sammy Sosa. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, I'm like, how good were those teams anyways? Because I don't even know. Like, I don't even know if those teams were good at all. I don't even care. Sammy Sosa hit, like, 60 home runs for four years in a row. Like, <laughs> that's all that mattered, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, but, yeah, it'll be interesting moving forward because they're, they're a young team that still has a lot of talent yeah. and – they're going to be there for a while. They won a ton of games this year, and they're really annoying. And Joe Madden is really <laughs> annoying. Uh, I saw somebody said that uh, Joel Madden of uh, Good Charlotte probably would have managed games six and seven better than Joe Madden did. Because <laughs> um, he made some interesting decisions there. But was that the best? Well, well, Didi, how did you watch it? Did you watch it through TV? <laughs> I know. I, here's the thing. I watched it. On, I was at work. And I had to leave, and I was at work, so it was like five to eight, so like eight o'clock on the East Coast. And I'm so jealous I'm of that, by the way. TV. So jealous. <laughs> so I'm watching it on the TV at work while I'm like doing my break stuff. I'm seeing, and I'm like, oh wow, Cubs are up five one. It's over. Then before I leave the office, because I was going to see Kanye, and I, so I got in my car, turned the game on in my car, and I listened to the comeback on my way to the forum. So whenever mm. Larue wow. hit that, home, is that his name, Larue? Right. Whenever he hit that home run. I was in my car, like, and it was amazing. I was like, there is nothing better than listening to a game on the radio. Like, there's nothing better than listening to, listen to a good game on the radio because a bad game on the radio was like, good God, get me out of here. But, <laughs> a good, like, listening to that on the radio is something I'll never, ever forget because, like, 
I went under like an underpass and it cut out real quick. And then whenever it came back, it was like down the left field line. It's it's gone because like the Indians tie the game. And I was like, oh my god, this is insane. This is the coolest mm -hmm. thing in the world. I almost wrecked my car. Like I was not paying attention <laughs> at all to anything. I was like, I cannot believe this is happening. So is that the best? Is that the best game seven you've seen seen or heard in your lifetime out of any major sport? Is that the best game seven? I mean, I mean, losing a five-one lead. Getting it back, going in. And you had year. Chapman come in, the best yeah. closer probably in all baseball, who throws stanky heat, comes no in and thrown a lot of pitches recently. Comes in and gives up a couple of hits in that home run. He's crying in the dugout. Then they go to the rain delay. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, that's got to be up there. just because. It's hard for me to say that because, I, again, I hate both teams. But like, just the roller coaster of what it was and what it meant to both of those franchises. I mean, we have, I think all three of us, there's like personal connections to other Game 7s that might have been more significant, but yeah. like overall from a general sports perspective, I mean, it's it's got to be up there. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, yeah. it's definitely up there. Like the, the Game 7 of the <laughs> NBA Finals this year was insane too, though. That was in, it was incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that, yeah, was, that was like really an unbelievable Game 7. Like, so. That was know. the best part about this for me is all of those Cleveland fans that had all of those Three to one series, you know, blown lead memes going. Screw those people. Karma's a bitch, isn't it? Because now y'all just did it. Yeah, none of that matters. It. It's a different sport. None of that matters. Yes, it does. The Cavs can still say, <laughs> Cleveland fans can still say the Warriors blew a three one lead. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, they can still say it. But could Chicago could throw it right back in their face. Yeah. It's karma. It's karma. Because I'm friends with a lot of Cleveland sports fans, <laughs> family even, love all those people. But y'all were so annoying. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Every part of social media that I went on was everything. And, like, you'd think it'd be more Cubs. But, like, I guess just because we know more people from that area, I was just like, this is making me sick. Like, I'm done with you. I'm done with you. Like, I was kind of rooting for Chicago a little bit. Also, but also because then we can stop hearing about, oh, the Cubs never win anything. Oh, Steve God. Bartman. Bartman didn't blow that for you, okay? There was an error on the next play, and you still had to go to Game 7, and you blew it. So don't blame it on Bartman. I hope he throws out the first pitch next year. I See, I love I love storylines like that, and I was really hoping that, like, the home run by the Indians and then, like, the rain that delayed the game was going to be, like, the next, uh, the next, like, chapter of the Cubs' curse. Like, mm -hmm. I love those type of stories. Like, and, like, the, the I mean, you guys have both seen the Steve Bartman 30 for 30. Oh, like, yeah. Everything that surrounds those, like, just weird series of events that come together, I think are the coolest ever. Dude, see, I'm the same way because whenever um, – I don't know if you guys saw this stat, but, like, LaRue's home run wouldn't have been uh, – wouldn't have been a home run at Wrigley Field. So uh -huh. it wouldn't have been a home run at Wrigley mm. Field. So – and I was like – and all I'm thinking about is, oh, my God, this is an amazing storyline. If the Indians win this, they tied this game up with a home run – that wouldn't have been out at Wrigley Field, where the game should have been played, but should the All-Star game yes. is the reason why. So if the Cubs lost because of the All-Star game, that would have been amazing. <laughs> I was I like, that's all I could think about, and then the Cubs end up winning. I was like, all right, well, that sucks. But like, all, ever, like from that point on, I was rooting for the Indians because I want this storyline, the Cubs lost because awesome. of the All-Star game. That's awesome. Like, I had no idea. That's yeah. so cool. That, yeah, that, they're actually they're talking about that, and I think the winter meetings are talking oh, about stupid. doing away with that yeah, because it is. It's, it's so dumb. dumb. The amount of games that the Cubs won this year, they had every right to yeah. 
have game six and seven there. They I mean, won it's insane. More games than the Indians, I think, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like that. Like I know you want meaning to the All Star game, but first of all, I don't think that's helping ratings or anything it's like, like that. It's just a way to end it. Why do you want meaning for the All Star game? Like why? Yeah, exactly. I, I know. I just don't get it. For what? Exactly. Like, people are still gonna go to it. Like I don't. I don't get it. It's. I all right. I, I don't get it. But another the one last thing on Chicago is yeah. the one thing I was annoyed with this week was listening to the media like hype this thing up like Chicago had never won anything in their life. Oh, I know. Yeah, Chicago so is the city of champions in our lifetime. In yeah. our in our our 30 years, 31 years on this earth, Chicago has won more championships than any other city. I've seen than so Boston, many than Boston? Yes. Dude, the Bulls won six. Like, no, if, yeah, in, uh, yeah. In our in our lifetime, in like our time, lifetime, eighty-five on. Like, okay, they've yeah. won more championships than anyone. So when I'm sitting here looking, I'm like, Chicago, we just watched the same parade at Grant Park last year. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> for the, yeah, for and the they, yeah, they have two baseball. They have two baseball teams for no reason. Dude, I know it's a big city. It's not big enough for two baseball teams. The White Sox won in 05. Like, I yeah. was just so Everybody annoyed by like them. the way that they were talking about it, and like they would put up stats on like. Uh, ESPN and Fox Sports that just completely took out the White Sox. The White Sox weren't even in the weren't even in the graphic. I was like, this is the dumbest shit in the world. Like, I understand the Cubs haven't won, but like, let's not act like Chicago is a loser city and we're supposed to feel so <laughs> bad for Chicago. I'm like, stop right. it. Which is why I felt like in the in the scheme of things, I felt so much happier for Cleveland and the Cavs winning something. And, like, compare that to the, the Cubs winning. Like, I felt nothing for Chicago because they celebrate the Blackhawks every two years. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. But the, the, so, like, as far as, like, breaking a curse, like, Cleveland had a curse. curse. Like, it was an umbrella of curse <laughs> over that entire city. And yeah. Chicago was just like, yeah, we have one team that sucks all the time. Like, screw, yeah. screw yourselves. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys. Let's uh, let's slide on down the menu here. Topic number three. Oh boy. We still don't have a president, oh, and this won't be the last time we talk about it, or a new president, I should say, because we don't. We're uh, we're we're just a few days from the election. This is this has been chaotic, to say the least. Annoying. Um, what are you guys? What are you guys thinking now? That we're just a couple days out. All I know is I voted yesterday. And oh, did you? I have never wanted to, like, jump out a window more than when I was voting yesterday. Like, it was so annoying because, do you know there are four candidates for president? Yeah. You know when you look at your ballot, there's going to be four candidates? Yeah. Like, I was just like, what? Or five. Like, where did these people come from? What is the Peace yeah. and Freedom Party? All I know is I looked them up on Twitter, and I have more Twitter followers than them. Like. <laughs> I was like, what is the piece? Of, I was like, how do I get that get on the ballot? Like, that's like my new brunch, goal we, for 2020 is just to let's get make the on brunch the party, the brunch yeah. party. Who who would vote against that? Who do we like? I just want to get on the ballot. Like, that's it. Like, I want that just for bragging rights. Like, I don't want to win. Of course, I don't. Want, I don't, definitely don't want to win. I just want to yeah. be on the ballot. And yeah. I'm like this this person named Gloria something, something, something. She's on the presidential ballot. Like, shout out to you. You can like frame that or something. And like, yeah, be like I was on the ballot in 2016. But I was watching it, and I was just looking at it, and I was like, I can't believe we're doing this. Like, Donald Trump's name is actually on here. I don't know. I'm just I'm, – I just – I can't believe it's not over yet. Like, we got to – if anything, we got to change stuff. Like, something needs to change. What do you want to change for 2020, guys? 
I want different people to choose well, from. <laughs> well, yeah. But how <laughs> would you change this process? This whole process? Like, does it all need to change? Because I think it does. I, uh, That's a loaded question. It, <laughs> it is, but I don't have an answer on how because we had we had the opportunity to pick different people at the primaries. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, it's it's tough to say. Yeah, I think we're lo- we're looking at a one term presidency, but twenty twenty is going to be wild. I I think somebody could start, you know, putting their name up there for twenty twenty like the Wednesday after the election and start their campaign for 2020 and someone's going to get behind it and we're going to be seeing those ads for four years or something like that but i don't i don't know i don't know what what to do because I, I, it's wild i want to go back to something we talked about before um no and we <laughs> we've, <laughs> not allowed we've no, certainly talked Leave about past, this brother. election a lot uh in 20 episodes of the brunch breakdown uh, if i could change anything about the process it is get rid of political parties like it too too much of the problem stems from the fact that there are two different political parties half of the people that are registered as one of them buy into it blindly uh and half of the politicians that are part of both of those parties uh are are bought out in some way shape or form you know they have money invested in different ways that makes them choose the things that they choose so i w- that i mean if i could change anything it would be that yeah yeah, that's, I mean, a that's point. a good one. I just wonder how, like, we just got to, it's like, if there's not going to be political parties, which there really shouldn't be, like, you got to, I don't know, there's got to be some way to still find the right people. And I feel like we could. I just don't know how that, how that all works. They do it on America's Got Talent every year, so. I mean, <laughs> that's a good you just, point. You just, you just oh, bring people in, oh. you, you put them through producers. What the do you got voice. there, Chris? Ooh, He's okay, excited. so the next president is selected by... Uh, Christina Aguilera, the guy from Maroon <laughs> Five, and Simon Cowell. I would, I'd be fine with that. Well, Simon's not an American. That's we need an that's, impartial person. Yeah, you yeah that's that's else. a good point. Like, and if anybody, I trust him. None of the judges on America's Got Talent are American. None of them. That's true. <laughs> none of them are. Which is the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah, like, Howie I don't Mandel's want. I don't want Canada. I don't want. Hey, I don't want Howie Mandel picking our president. But I'm fine with Simon Cowell. I think that's how it should be done. You just ru- you just bring him through. It's like the college football playoff. <laughs> yeah, we have a committee. You bring them through producers, then you have them come out on the main stage, give a little bit of speech, what they're going to do to make America better, dude. and then they're like, "All right, I can get down with this person." Then you're on to the like, next round, dude. That would be actually cool if it were like The Voice, like you had to turn your chair around, like <laughs> and then you turn around up there, like, and someone's like, "I'm going to make America great again." Da, 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 da. Like you know that one dude, that Howard Dean dude who like did the yaw in like 2004, yeah, yeah like that dude <laughs> who did that, like and then nobody turns around for him. See, that's what we need. You know, isn't what that mean? crazy? That, something like that. That 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 yaw cost that dude the election. But yeah. the two people that we have yeah, now have done so much worse. <laughs> and we're still like, yep, it's gonna be one of them. But forget the yaw guy. Forget him. Yeah, dude. Uh- <laughs> oh, like man. he's got to be sitting back, going like, "You've got to be shitting me right now, right?" <laughs> oh, dude. Like, oh, that's so true. Wow. That's how it, it should be done. Yeah. And then you turn around, you're like, "Oh shit, I didn't know this was you." You're like, uh, I don't really want you on my team. So then the chair just continues to spin back to yeah. the yeah. original <laughs> position. If I would change um, anything, it would just be like this whole it, it, the the process needs to be like shrunk. It needs to be shortened. Like we don't need all this time. Yeah. We don't need eighty debates. Uh, the primary <laughs> debates. We don't need a million of those. Like we don't need. We, I JV think conventions debates. need to go because they're just a waste of time. 
and a waste of money. We don't need conventions because this year showed anything. If this year showed anything was that like they're just throwing random people out there that they can pay to come talk about yeah. anything. Like I was like, I don't need to see Dana White talk about anybody ta- running for president. You like, want to see Chachi? Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't. I don't need that. Like I don't need. I don't need the dude who plays the president on Scandal to talk to me. You didn't yeah. have to talk to me to tell me who to vote for. Like that. That just shows like it's a waste of time. And they do this for like four days, and they just trot all these people out there. They're spending all this money. They're blocking all these roads, like you guys saw in person. Yeah, like we were they're there. Doing, we they're saw spending all, these roads. all of this money to do this shit, and I'm just like, we don't. We don't need to do this. Like this did nothing, but it was fun firing jokes off on Twitter. Like that was fun, but like. I don't yeah. I don't want to do that. Like I want to do that when I'm watching a reality show. Like I don't want to do that when I'm watching the president, you know? Like right. if anything like I got a, got a lot of laughs out of this whole thing, but that more so made me feel like all right, in 4 years I don't want to do this again. Like I don't want to like look at this like this is a television show. I want to look at it like okay, I'm serious. It's president whatever. Like I was in it for entertainment. Like and I've said that yeah. a bunch on the on this podcast. I'm in it for entertainment and I don't really want to be here for that. Like, I want to actually listen to issues and not hear someone talk about it's emails or it's tax returns. And then you don't talk about anything else that actually matters to people, mm-hmm. you know, because that annoys me with everyone. Like anything I see when someone's like, oh, dude, her emails, man, that makes me mad or his his tax returns. We want to see him. I'm like, why does that concern you? Like that has nothing to do with you, like nothing to do with me. Like Hillary's emails are not going to like do anything for me they're not gonna raise mm-hmm. my taxes i'm gonna lower my taxes like yeah. they're not gonna do anything for my life like i don't give a shit like what those two have in their personal life like i want to know what you're gonna do to help me but we never got to that in this election so it's like we're all going in the booth on tuesday like eh. like i don't know <laughs> let's see i don't know but i don't know yeah the process is just it I mean it's all it just all feels like a waste like i feel like Well, like you were saying, we never got to the point where, like, they're talking about what they actually are going to do. And if they – on any of that stuff, if they talk about it, they just say, well, I have a plan. I've put a plan in place for this, and I have a plan for this. And then, like, realistically, of all those plans that these people put together, like 90% of it is never going to happen when they're president. So it's hard to – even if it was, like, an effective process, it's hard to believe in it anyway because any of those plans have to get through – the House and the Senate, and those, unless you have a majority, which is probably a bad thing, realistically, you know, speaking, but like you, it's never going to get through there anyway. So it's, yeah. it's all, I feel like it's just all pointless and it's beyond the point of saving. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of any entertainment, it's going to culminate on Tuesday evening mm. with <laughs> the most wild election coverage we'll probably ever going to see. God. I called for it in our. Uh, brunchies, our mid-year brunchies episode. I think we're going to have the largest voter turnout in history. That was my prediction. Mm-hmm. I still think we're going to have it. Are you going to watch all the coverage Tuesday night, no matter how late it goes, because it's gone late before, and I have a feeling this one might go a little late. I have a, I have another question. I, I, I will probably watch, yes. because I'll be a, watching. It's a train wreck. Yeah, I'll be watching. Do you, do you think, what do you think will have higher overall ratings Election night coverage or Game 7, which had, like, over 40 million people watch. It did. It did. Election night coverage. Dude, it's on every channel. Like, it's not even going to be, like... I guess that's true. You'd have to combine the... the, Yeah, that's tough to gauge, huh? Yeah, because it's on... I mean, because I saw NBC doing a commercial. Yeah, that's right. They'll be on, like, everything is going to be... 
every major network's going to have it. Yeah, everyone's going to have. Yeah, I think that their will. panel of twelve people sitting at like a four yeah. person. It's table. fun to think about though. Like, we'll, we'll, what would have more viewers? Um, an election that's doomed, or two franchises that are doomed? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to be at a, a Penguins hockey game that night. That's the best option. That's Which, a good. Yeah. That's a great option. But I think by the time I get home, I don't expect to have a new president announced yet. You know, between ten thirty and eleven, I don't think it. I think it's going to go deep into the eve. I feel like I, do. I feel like we might run into like like there obviously can't be hanging chads anymore because it's electronic. But I feel like yeah. we may find out what the electronic version of a hanging chad is this year. Cause, Something because somebody whoever win, whoever loses is gonna is gonna probably bitch about it and try to yeah. like ask for a recount. Like, I, just the way this is gone and the way these two carry themselves, I'm pretty sure <laughs> the one that loses is not going to accept it No, to start. No. So I feel like then we're going to find out, like, what is a virtual hanging Chad? Who's have, Chad, wait, by the way? <laughs> That's a great question. One of the mysteries. That's a 30 for 30 right there. Ooh. Ooh. Who's Chad? Have you heard of Who's this Chad? voter swapping thing? Mm-mm. You heard of voter swapping? This was like a big story this week. It's there's Sounds like gross. a there's an app and there's a website that you can like go to, where you can like talk to other people. And we don't talk anymore. It's like with a state that you already know that it's going to like it's you know it's going to like Hillary or you know it's like it's already traditional red state or traditional blue state. You know where it's going. Yeah. And instead of in like and you want to vote for like Jill Stein, who's like the Green Party candidate, right? So you would swap votes with somebody in like west virginia or something like that and say i'm gonna vote for like i'll vote for jill stein as long as you vote for hillary clinton down here and it's called voter swapping and like that's what people are doing to make sure that their vote counts or something like that and it's like it's a very interesting thing like it sounds illegal it well it doesn't sound le- it <laughs> yeah. doesn't sound legal does it no but that's really what it is and it's like people this is a, this is a really big topic this week talking about people saying like this is how if you don't think your vote counts in your state like west virginia is a red state like yeah. it's a absolute red state they are trump's number one supported state which is the most embarrassing thing in the world because i love my state but on tuesday i'll just be like mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but um yeah so it's like if you want to if you're like i want to vote i want my vote to count you'll swap votes with someone else and they'll be like yeah like i'll vote for hillary here i'll vote for jill stein here because jill stein getting a vote just like helps the other like the parties like get their voice out so it's mm-hmm. like yeah and then you can still get your vote out for hillary in some other state that like may matter to hillary so wow yeah it's it's very interesting it seems illegal I mean, look it up. Google vote, like it. vote like vote swapping today while you're doing whatever you're doing, and you'll be like, "Wow, this is this is weird and interesting." But something people are doing. That is wild. Um, yeah. Before we move on, not going to ask who you're voting for, but who, do you have a prediction based on what you think the country's doing? Uh, Hillary. It seems like it's, it's getting closer than it was now because there's been some recent news, obviously, yeah. where it's it's not as it. It seemed like you know. Hillary had a good lead, but now they're saying electorally through the Electoral College, which is also a mess, that number is narrowing. But do you really believe that stuff? Do you really think that's going to happen? I think it's going to be Hillary and it's going to be close. I think it's going to take um, – I think I'll be – because at first I didn't think it would take to get to the West Coast. Like I didn't think you'd get to California for like it's a matter. I think it's going to take to California maybe a little bit longer. I don't know. But it's going to be a 
I think it's gonna. I think we won't have one until midnight. I think we're yeah, gonna, we're be, gonna like, be late. Midnight East Coast time. Like we're I think be late. it's gonna be a minute. Chris Gates, your thoughts? All right. Well, let me preface this with. I think I made it pretty clear on this podcast that I hate both of these people. Same. Oh, yeah. Pretty equally. Um, We're losing either and, way. And please do not take this <laughs> yeah. as I'm voting for this person. <laughs> yeah. We are but, losing either way. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, just your, just your prediction on the country. Yeah, I, I feel like country. it will probably be Hillary. Um, I, the... The uh, I've heard the stuff about how polls are showing that Trump is closing in on her. I never know what to think about polls. Sometimes I think Me that either. they're just ways to drive ratings and attention. Yeah, I've never done a pre-poll. Yeah, I don't know where yeah. they come from and how they're the coaches regulated. poll. Where's the coaches poll? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are they like SIDs across the country? Right. Are they really watching? Is it just <laughs> I, like I don't understand it. it. Like, I don't know what they there mean. are like a thousand people that they poll for these things and they're like oh this poll is so much better than the what other what a I'm great like, sample size it's like there's 300 million people in this country yeah, yeah and if it's like, a, if it's a fox news poll or if it's a cnn poll like i think you could probably gauge which way one of those might be leaning so how am i supposed to take any of those seriously <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah, yeah i've got uh i've got and again same thing with you chris i think this is just based on what i think is going to happen i got hillary by 30 i think uh durant has like 12 assists <laughs> and uh <laughs> You know, Clay is going to put in a couple of long buckets there, too, but Hillary by 30. I like it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, we got one other note under this topic before we move move along to these next ones. Uh, any local issues you're looking for? I know, Didi, you have uh, a number of local issues that you've been – you were swarmed with. I don't oh think there's God. any that I've really cared or looked for. Over in this neck of the woods, but uh, I heard Grocery Life made its appearance on the ballot. Uh, yeah, there are two propositions for um, there are two propositions for plastic bags. One on pl- one one is Prop sixty five. That is to um, the money that they collect from using plastic bags. Because like you can, because if you have a plastic, if like you get a plastic bag, you have to pay like ten cents for it, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that they want that money to go to like some charity or something, right? And then there's another plastic bag prop where you use plastic bags at all. They shouldn't. They don't even want to be able to give plastic bags out. Just so that's paper. another one. There's also a condom proposition because this one was passed in the last election, and uh, California lost a lot of money from it because lo- all the porn happens in California. Well, some <laughs> idiot passes some freaking <laughs> passes some proposition that says that they have to wear condoms when they're doing porn. So like, no, we're just gonna oh, yeah, go to the, we're just gonna go across the freaking border to Nevada. We'll do all our porn over there. And then yeah. people in California are like, yo, you're taking a lot of money out of this. They state. Love my- <laughs> <laughs> so now they're like, no, no, we need to put the prop on that says, yo, the, these they can not wear condoms all they want. Pass around the syphilis, do what you want. We need that money. So, um, wow. give it entertainment, wild. come back, baby. Let's I'm come thinking, back. I'm thinking about, yeah, I'm thinking about, like, the like the slogans for these different propositions. And, like, there are probably <laughs> some in, like, Pennsylvania and West Virginia where they're like, bring coal yeah. back to the area. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, California saying, bring like, porn back to CA. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Bring the porn back, baby. Bring porn back Bring to the Golden State. Back. Lose the condom. Bring it back. That's hilarious. Yeah, like that's that's yeah. There's so many. There's so <laughs> many, man. I'm telling you, my head was hurting so bad because there was. I felt like I was in school. This is the first true moment since college that I felt like I was back in school. And when I was looking through my booklet of propositions and who to vote for, there's so many and i'm just like studying i'm looking there's this crazy prop 61 about like drug um 
about drug costs and stuff and it's like all the like big pharmaceutical companies have put in like over like 110 million dollars to stop this proposition and it's like it's wild to read there's all this crazy stuff man it's it's too much but the condom thing oh yeah and weed is about to get legalized too because the polls are saying that like that's going to pass by like a landslide like yeah five people are gonna vote no on it dude uh, Weed's about to be legal in in california protect protect california by keeping it unprotected i love it um Local yeah. props. All right, we got to bl- we got to get through some oh, of these yeah. other topics here. Yeah, we we got a long go way to go. Kind of like shot or shot here. We got to go. Uh, these ones we'll be able to go through kind of quickly. Yeah. This week in random sports fandomness. Oh yeah. Um, did you catch the dildo dildo thrown? <laughs> speak. Yeah. What a great transition. <laughs> we go from condoms in California <laughs> was born to Perfect. a dildo thrown onto the field at a Buffalo Bills game. Did you did you guys see that? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Best Wasn't part. Written on the it ref too? kicking it off the field. What'd you say? The best part was the ref kicking it off kicking the field. Off the field. <laughs> Did you see it? Like he looks down it at it and like he goes to like almost pick it up and he's like, nah. <laughs> he obviously has like a younger kid or somebody because like he's like, dude, I'm about to become a meme. I'm about to become a meme. That's smart if thinking. I pick this up, I am about to become a meme. And he just like kicks it off the field. It took him like three kicks to kick it off. And he's just like, I do not care. Hey. I am not touching this thing. Shouts yeah. out to his awareness. You got to be dude, aware in that situation. Yeah, that oh, would have yeah. been... Oh, career yeah. ending because that could have been awful like forever you're the ref that picked up the dildo like at all your referee conventions you're the one that picked up the dildo yeah what about the dude that threw it yeah like, what are you thinking how First to get all, it in how to get it in yeah <laughs> <laughs> because they have pretty enhanced security at the gates now yeah, yeah. i mean you can't, well, like women can only take in a purse that's like what that they call it's like a call a clutch or something like that like the nfl yeah. bag policy yeah. is you have a really well, a clear tiny bag, purse right or you or have to have a bag. clear see-through bag. Uh-huh. How does that yeah. get in? <laughs> Dude, I have no idea. It's a great question. <laughs> no clue. Because that's all I thought was like, how? Huh? What? How do you get that in? Wa- that's a wild idea. Yeah. But yeah, shouts yeah, to like, Bills fans for just being the being weirdest people on yeah. planet Earth. you seen some of those videos? They're throwing each other through tables and shit? Yeah, and like yeah. jumping over tables like on fire. Tables yeah. on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing else to weird, do weird, in weird, Buffalo. Weird. I suppose. You are right on that. Um, Have you guys ever been to Buffalo? Yeah. No, and I tend to keep it that way. Yeah, Dude, there. Buffalo is... Mm-mm. I had to go there in, uh, in January to cover a MAC basketball game, and <laughs> the amount of oh. snow, man, is just... Jesus. There's um, nothing to do up there. Over in the college ranks, this story, not as funny. I didn't actually see this. I don't know which one of you guys saw this. Wisconsin fans' Halloween costume hanging Obama? Yeah. yeah. What's the detail there? There was a there? noose and, like, blackface and stuff. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Was it, like, it was a ugly. doll? What? No, it was, no, uh, no, it was a person oh, he was dressed, dressed up. up as Obama, and he That's had a shitty, noose around man. his neck. And the Wisconsin police or whatever, whoever, stadium people, university people, didn't kick him out of the game. And that was kind of the issue of it. Like, how one, again, how do you get this in? Yeah. They do unbelievable security checks. That's how do you get this said. thing in? And their <laughs> excuse was he didn't have the noose on, but he had it in his hand when he walked into the stadium, so that was okay. And then I was just like, what on earth are you talking about? And then, I don't know, I got in a fight with a, I got in a, fight with a couple of Wisconsin police officers on Twitter this week, which was pretty entertaining for me. But, like... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just don't understand how you don't kick him out of the game because that to me is so much worse than some drunk guy who's cursing. 
and they get kicked out of a game in two seconds. Like, drunk people who are cursing get kicked out in, like, five seconds. I don't know. Yeah. Like, like even if you just had, like, a rope in your hand, like, th- you had no intention of that at all, like, as a costume or something. Even mm-hmm. if you just were like, yeah, I want to carry this rope into a football game. They'd be like, no, you can't no. do that. So no. I don't understand how you come like with it as a noose and then get into a football game. Why you're doing that in the first place. What type of message are you supposed to send? Obviously, there are going to be people at this game uh, that are offended. Either they are in favor of Obama or they are African-American or they just have logic. And they're like, nooses are inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't do that. So I don't yeah. get the, It's just ridiculous. Chris, did fiance Weird. Katie have any take on this as she's no, from Wisconsin so, yeah, and went there? I saw Dee Dee tweeting about it and I told her about it. And she was like, oh my God. She was pretty, obviously, because like, she has common sense. And it's like, yeah, yeah <laughs> don't do that. So yeah. I don't know. People are idiots. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's like, and, and it's, it's just, the, I don't know, it's just dumb. And then the police kept saying, yeah, and the Wisconsin put out, there's like, oh, it's free speech. So whatever. I'm like, but you kick drunk people out of games all the time for mm-hmm. for, for like cursing. speaking and doing yeah. things inappropriate. Yes, yeah. But but and you're gonna call dildos. that you're gonna call that <laughs> hate speech, free speech, and that's what that's what bugged me the most was I was like that's that's like hate. That's not yeah. That's not free speech. Like that's not you you know yelling for Nebraska instead of Wisconsin right. in the Wisconsin student section. Like that's you just being absolutely hateful. Yeah. You know what I mean. So yeah, that was just I don't know. Weird. Weird. First of all, how did he get that in? That's what she <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw me. I was just losing yeah, my shit over here. During the... I had to turn my Dan microphone off. So I had to turn Why my microphone off. I did. There are these moments when it's like nobody thinks Dan is funnier than Dan. <laughs> no. Dude, no. Not moments. That's, that's all the time. That's my life. That's my life. Nobody thinks Dan is funnier than Dan. And like, it wasn't that funny, but I was just like... <laughs> Oh my God! Dan Dan was it. laughing and saying to himself, "Classic Dan, got classic Dan with another joke." <laughs> <laughs> oh. What a funny guy! All right, guys, um, we have like five or ten minutes, so let's let's get through the rest of these. Yeah, let's let's pop through. Let's uh, National Sandwich Week, uh, or day, or week, whatever it was. Week uh, was this past week. Favorite sandwich, boys. What's your favorite sandwich? And if you say a hot dog, I will murder you. <laughs> well, okay. Because it's hot, not. Hot dog's not a sandwich. Thank you. I'm a big fan of the Reuben. Ooh. What up, Rube? Little Thousand Island on there? Yeah, and you know what's interesting? It's like normally if there's a sandwich you really like and you want to get it at a fast food place, you're like, that's terrible. Arby's actually has a really good Reuben. So shouts to dude, Arby's. Shouts to Ar- Arby's. Dude, the market okay. – what, what do they call them? Do they call them market fresh sandwiches? Yeah, I think it's market yeah, that's Is that what it's called? Like yeah. Yeah, because they have that whole like, line of like – Right, like you know, like breaded sandwiches. They have like, yeah, they have like a uh, brisket there now, and yeah. they're all so good. Get a little marbled but, uh, meats and a little marbled bread, and put it together. A little marble rye, yeah, so good. Um, Oof. this is tough for me. I love a good sandwich, dude. Um, I I love sandwiches. I love sandwiches, but I'm a big fan club club sandwich, turkey and bacon, turkey and bacon club. Sandwich. Can't go wrong. Uh, I you, love I mean, club sandwiches, man. Some of them are like I don't want to say like hot. I mean, but they're you know are they served they're served hot. Some of them do it hot. Some of them do it straight cold. What's your preference? I like I need it to be a little warm. I need the bread to be toasted, right? warm. That's what I need. Toasted, like, warm, warm bacon, not cold bacon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Know. That's what I want. Can't not go wrong. With a good to club. It. Not opposed Yo, to cold. Shots to Fridays has a hell of a club sandwich. Okay, it really not does. Mad at that. Give it a shot. Man, we're getting so think... much ad money right now. Arby's <laughs> so Fridays. Much. 
Wait, wait to hear what I'm about to Ooh, drop on you. That's um, a tease. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm going to go. Damn. I love a good Philly cheesesteak, man. Okay. I love it. I love it. Nothing but wrong with that. the other one that that's a competitor with it is from Subway. Shouts to Subway. I'm all, I'm a Subway guy all the way. The the chicken bacon ranch from Subway is out of this world good. Hmm. So shouts to shout yeah Subway Subway's probably my favorite sandwich shop. I think I know what Chris is going to say. Well, that's where winners eat. That is. Chris <laughs> is a big Jimmy John's fan. Okay, not like in a certain <laughs> state of being. I'm a Jimmy John's fan. <laughs> We're like, oh, we're going to get food over here. Chris is like, nope, going to Jimmy John's. See you guys later. <laughs> if, Dude, I love Jimmy John's, man. Okay, after midnight in the south side of Pittsburgh, I am the biggest Jimmy John's fan you're going to find. Or after beef. Pitt gets beat by Navy in Annapolis and it's raining and they are about and they just close. Don't bring that up. That's a horrible oh, story. Yeah, bad that, moment, man. One that's, of the worst moments of my good, life nah. was walking into a Jimmy John's that was closed. We, yeah. we had, we, then we went and have a, had a delicious meal, and you thought hush puppies were a seafood item, and you learned something that night, so you're welcome. Yeah, I mean, we still ate good food, but that Jimmy John's experience was tough. <laughs> yeah, that was— We were, we, we were told by the Uber driver. He lied. Yeah, yeah. that was hurtful. Jerk. He lied. That was, that was not nice. All right, let's, uh, let's jump around, jump around. Uh, jump, jump, new jump. viral sensations. Yeah, There's dude. The, the mannequin challenge and uh, Juju on that beat. Gentlemen, let's let's discuss these. Dude, mannequin challenge is super cool. It's awesome. That's been that's been getting like super like everybody's been doing that this week. I've seen like a million of them. Ray Schremer has a great one. They did really? one last night at their concert, and it's insane. Like it's so cool because they did it on stage. The fans, like the whole crowd, is like still, and it's it's awesome. So like go to Ray Schremer's Twitter page or whatever and check that one out because that mannequin challenge is awesome. So. Nice. I love it, dude. I think the mannequin challenge is super cool. The Steelers and Antonio Brown put one out that like it was creepy. I thought yeah. it was it was hilarious. It creeped me yeah. out. I didn't like it. James yeah, Harrison was like, hanging there doing a yes. Debo. I don't like it. I can't believe that they got the media to do it. I know. You right? know how the media in Pittsburgh are. Like you know how mad Jory Rand was to do that. You know how mad he was to do it. <laughs> like he was so pissed. You know he was just like, I can't believe I'm sitting here doing this. Dude, Jory's out in your neck of the woods now, dude. Never seen that dude smile in my life. And he was sitting, he was there right there too. It's just so funny because I know these people and I'm like, I know you guys aren't fun at all. And, I and there were a couple people in the background that like weren't doing it there. Some there was someone was like, hey, F you. Like and the, if you listen to it closely, it's like, whoa, someone wasn't paying attention to what was going on. That was, yeah. yeah, it's that's wild what's going on with that. Yeah, I can't wait to see more cool. of those. Some of the ones football teams are doing, like like high school basketball teams and football teams and stuff are doing it. And it's it's just really cool. Everybody's just still and looking. Like like I wanna do one. I know, <laughs> like, I do too. I think they're awesome. Um Juju on that beat. What's up with this? Dude, I love it. I love every second of Juju on that beat. Like, if it's a dance craze, give it to me. Like I am all about that's like, playing at uh, my wedding, man. That is for dude, sure playing, <laughs> dude. No question, dude. At your wedding, like every dance is playing. Like well, every dance like a live from the past, brunch like, breakdown from Chris's wedding is playing. <laughs> I'm bringing the equipment. We're doing a live brunch breakdown from the wedding. I'm in on the air. We'll be live on the air. No, the Katie in. will like. That. We can do it. We I'll, have the capability I'll, of going live. As always, I'll run the Are idea you having, buyer. But here's the thing: Are you having a head table or a sweetheart table? Sweetheart. All right, what'd you say? Sweetheart. You're having a sweetheart table. Okay, That's, well, that makes things a little difficult. Does it? You guys, unfortunately, cannot be my sweethearts in this situation. Because we won't be, because we won't necessarily, we won't be sitting next to each right, other. Right, me like, and Katie are going to have. Well, I feel like Chris is going to be Chris busy. It might be, it might be a lot of me and you, Dee Dee. 
Yeah, probably. Yeah, it'll be a live meet. He'll be like yeah, a we'll special go, guest. Oh, we we'll bring him in. Report to Chris. We can just like, yeah, yeah. That's cool. We need a live mic to take a, a portable live mic to take yeah. around to. That's what we need to do. He'll be like our Aaron Andrews on the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be in the booth. He'll be running around. Uh, or uh, Sam Ponder. Is the cookie table open yet? Is the cookie table open yet, Chris? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get people waiting in line. We've all been, we've seen that one before. Oh, cookie table is now open. Um <laughs> Yeah, Juju on that beat. That's is that a yeah. high school football team on the one that you sent, Didi? I put like four videos on there. On the video, like it's every like, oh, word I see what you is did. a link. It's a different like, link. Juju uh, okay. on that beat is a link. Every one of them is a link. Yeah. The one with the big dude in the purple shirt. That's no, that's a college team. That's like that's some a like team? division two, three team or something like that. Okay. Um, that's but wild. yeah, that's a college team. And it's pretty amazing. That's wild. Um yeah, Juju on that beat. Yeah, we Love need to it. do a mannequin challenge. Too bad your yeah, too bad your wedding isn't this year, Chris, because that would be you hilarious bet. to do it there with all those people, like a like a ton of people. I just want you to look at Katie with a straight face and just be like, "You ugly, you your daddy's son." Hey, <laughs> <laughs> on wedding day, that'll be amazing. Juju on that beat. Oh. I just um, like that the juju part is like the, dude, the, the dorkiest juju thing you could do, and I can I can make that work. <laughs> That's my favorite part. I love Juju on that Slack. beat. It's Drop. freaking amazing. I'm it. obsessed with it. I'm All interviewing right. those guys in like two weeks. It's pretty. I'm so excited. Let's keep moving. So, um, cool. Okay, let's do it. I'm gonna let's let's put the NFL ratings one on hold. I think because right. cool, we're man. we're short on time. We need to get yeah. through music, and then we have some quick bites to finish up with at the end here. Right. So, uh, what we're listening to, Chris Gates? I'm gonna throw it to you. What are you listening Hit to it. this week? Um, okay, just one album, really. Uh, have you guys listened to Cozy Tapes? By ASAP Mob? No. no, I no. haven't. Listen to it. Do it. Like, every song hits. Okay. I don't know how else to describe this album, but it's really, really good. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Okay. It's not even pretty good. It's really, it's really good. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. We got the really good. Breaking so news. You know. We get the really good. You get that type of uh, rating from Chris Gates, you know it's the real deal. No, it's true. That's when you know yeah. we're not a- messing around. ASAP Mob, uh, Cozy Tapes. I've only been through it like twice, so I could probably have a more detailed review uh, on, our, on our next episode. But it's it's fantastic. Every single song uh, hits, and I can't stop stop listening to it. So fantastic! Okay. Check it out. Okay, nice. There he is. What's up? Um, right. Who wants to go? I'll go. I'll go. Oh, <laughs> we both I'll said go. I'll go. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll go. All right. So uh, Big Sean is back. Uh, he released two songs this week, one called No More Interviews, which is pretty much like a nonstop, like two minute and such in freestyle, which is um, pretty great where he just kind of like vents about a bunch of stuff. And that's really good. But the first single is called Bounce Back. And I love it. It just gets me hyped in the morning. Like he says, like last night, he's like, last night I took an L, but tonight I bounce back. And it's just like, it's just really good. He performed it on Fallon, too, and that performance is really cool. I don't know. Fallon's production budget on performances is, for some reason this year, up really, really high because the yeah. performances on there are amazing right now. Honestly. Um, they're not like your typical late-night shows. Like, they're pretty amazing. He's got a good one he was on this week. Meek Mill uh, put out his mixtape, Dream Chasers 4, which isn't all that good because it just sounds like Meek Mill from a couple years ago, but there are a couple of good songs on there. Offended. Featuring 21 Savage and Quavo is really good. Um, let's see. Afrojack and Ty Dolla Sign, Gone. I love that song. That's great. Um, 
make sure you make sure you check that one out as well. And uh, since the NBA is back, which I am so happy the NBA is back, there have been a bunch of great commercials. And uh, Little Uzi is on one with is on the Russell Westbrook commercial where he oh, is yeah. dancing up a storm and promoting his new shoes. And it's called Do What I Want by Little Uzi. And that song, if it doesn't get you hyped up, then you have no pulse. That's all I'm saying. So um, check okay. that out. And then the best song that is out that came out in the past two weeks is by Bruno Mars. It's called Versace on the Floor. And oh, my Mm-mm. God. Mm-mm. People, if you have a lady at the crib, whether you are married, whether you are engaged, whether she's your girlfriend, whether she's your side chick, whether she's your side penguin, whatever it is, you play that song and it is on. Like, it is absolutely on. You throw that freaking dress on the floor, you play that Bruno Mars, and it is on. Versace on the Floor by Bruno Mars is the best song out. Period. So that's what I'm listening to. My problem with that song is that's the only time you can listen to that song because I felt awkward the first time listening to it. I was just like, hmm, this is not the right moment for this. (laughs) I had no problem. I had no problem. I I listened to that song like seven times in a row. I was like, this is is it. This is it. So Lil Uzi, Big Sean, Meek Mill, Afrojack, Bruno Mars. That's what I'm listening to this week. Versace on the floor. Check out anything. There it is. Okay. I got a couple for you as well. Uh, I'm going to start off. I don't think I put this one on a couple weeks ago. I've been wanting to. I can't remember if I did. Empire of the Sun uh, has had a song out for a couple weeks now called High and Low. Uh, They're an Australian electro electro duo. They kind of dress really weird on stage um, from an entertainment perspective, but the song is really good. Uh, high and low from Empire of the Sun. Um, <laughs> Jane Zhang and, T- and Timbaland. Timbaland is back. Did you know? Timbaland's Jane back. And Timbaland Zane, never really goes away. away. Zane Zhang, she's a Chinese pop star, um, oh is with this uh, song with Timbaland called Dust Off My Shoulders. It's like another classic Timbaland you know, pop song that's really catchy and really good. So uh, he's back. Check him out with uh, Zane Zhang. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, the dude, uh, Lynn, what is something, whatever his name is, that Lynn wrote Manuel, Hamilton. Mark, yeah, whatever. Put out, Ma- put out Lynn a mixtape of Hamilton songs with all oh, these yeah. different artists. It's incredible. I'm not all the way through it yet, but like the, 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 I don't want to call it the title track, but the one that most people know is My Shot that he sang. And, on the mixtape version of it, it's The Roots, Nate Roos from Fun, Joel Ortiz, and Busta Rhymes. Yeah, that's right. Yes. That Busta Rhymes. Uh, my shot from them. It's a really awesome r- remix of it. Um, two more. I've got a throwback song of the week for you from Miley Cyrus. Don't ask me why, but I just heard this song this week. Uh, F.U. Do you remember this song from 2003 off of the Bangers album? 2013? Yes, I'm sorry, I 2013? Do. Yeah. Yeah. Featuring uh, French Montana. It's like a jazzy that pop sound. No, it that is. song's fire. I, the I only heard thing that sucks is French Montana's verse. Like, he comes in and goes, da 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 yeah. da 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 and you're just like, why? Yeah, but no, that song's actually great. Bangers but is F- actually a really good album. So it was. So F.U. from Miley. I'm bringing that one back on. And finally, to wrap it up with my music this week, happy two-year anniversary slash birthday to Paris, Chris's favorite band. Their album, White Noise, their first ever and only album came out two years ago this week. So I'm going to throw St. Patrick on the playlist this week. That was their 
big single that came off of that. So t- celebrating two years, they're working on new music. She'll be out with a new album early next year. I cannot wait for that. So um, got them too. So Paris on with White Noise, Empire of the Sun, Miley Cyrus, Zane Zhang and uh, Timberland, and then the My Shot Hamilton mixtape with all those boys there. So that's what I'm listening Good. to. Nice. I'm hyped for the Hamilton mixtape. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Um, we'll finish up with some quick bites here, boys. Uh, some quick things to, to wrap up the episode. Uh, Shaq bought a Krispy Kreme donut shop in Atlanta? What? <laughs> Why? Yeah, Why? He did. Because he's Shaq. I don't know. He's big. He likes donuts. He's Shaq. Sounds perfect. Do you guys like Krispy Kreme donuts? Because they're, they're different. I like them. I like them. Wait, you both like them? Yeah. I'm not crazy about them. I'm not. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm not. I just, the taste is different for me. Um, well, we talked about the, the, yeah. the, the LeBron has Halloween cookies made to troll the Warriors. We talked about that blowing the 3-1 lead thing. Well, that's why the Indians lost the damn championship uh, because LeBron's <laughs> troll cookies and troll decorations at his Halloween party. That's what you get, Bron Bron. That's what you get. Did you guys find that funny? Is that funny? I thought it was funny. I thought it was great. I love the fact that the Cavs are just, like, so loose this year, and they have nothing. They Like, we have a worryless LeBron. Like, LeBron is, like, as, chi- as even chill. He doesn't have anything else to do in his career except just be awesome. Here's the thing. They're like, oh, we're off to the best start in so many years. It's like, well, remember what the Warriors did last year? It doesn't mean shit until you get to the freaking postseason. And they have KD now, so ease up, Cavs fans. <laughs> okay? This is right. next year. Um, daylight Savings thing. Times ends this weekend. What are your guys' thoughts on daylight savings times? We actually, what, gain an hour of sleep, but of course it gets darker earlier. Thoughts on that? It's whack. I I hate it. it. I hate daylight savings. I hate that it gets dark earlier. I don't know why it has to do that. stupid. So you actually like like daylight savings time? Yes. Okay, so you like daylight savings time. You just don't like what we go into in the fall. Yeah, I don't like what we go into in the fall. Because that's yeah. why I hate the fall. Because it gets dark. It's already dark at 6 o'clock now. It's going to be dark earlier. It's terrible. Hate it. So get ready for that. Uh, if you're listening to this, you've already lost that hour, I suppose. Um, <laughs> True. Um, and finally, big news came out this week. Dave Chappelle is hosting Saturday Night Live next week. How crazy is that? Dude, I'm so excited. I hope it's just like a big – I hope it's like an hour Chappelle show. Like, I hope they just turn SNL into the Chappelle show, and that's that's all I want. Like, give me a 2016 hour of the Chappelle show, and that's all I want. I mean, that's going to be nuts, man. Shouts to Lorne Michaels, however he got that done. Yeah. That's going to be probably one of the greatest episodes that they've ever done of the year. Um, That should be entertaining. All right, gentlemen. uh, We left a couple things on the menu, but we will will get to them, and we are definitely getting closer to... To, to that leftovers. leftovers episode coming up for uh, Thanksgiving. So enjoy that. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Of course, we'll have to wrap up this election. Um, <laughs> and we'll have a number of other topics. Of course, anything you want us to discuss on the Brunch Breakdown, literally anything, send it our way. Chris, why don't you give them the rundown one more time? Let them know how they can get in touch with yeah, us. Yeah, subscribe on iTunes uh, or SoundCloud. Search for the Brunch Breakdown. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Brunch Breakdown. Didi's on Twitter at Didi is bored. Dan is on Twitter at SteelCityDan22. I am on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. Um, gentlemen, it's been fun. I got to run, uh, but I'm looking forward to doing it again soon. Dude, can't wait. Sounds good, a couple boys. Weeks. Sounds good, boys. And until next time, we got a reservation for three, and we'll see you in at the table. Yes, sir.